Okay, it is week number five for the Direct Motocross Friday update interview brought to you by RP Race Performance. Check them out for sure online, a great Canadian company. Uh, getting more involved in the motocross scene this year, so watch for more of them. Certainly their exhaust, their uh, their throttle cable stuff. So anyway, check out those guys, RP Race Performance. Number five is Tyler Medallia. Man, looking back over my uh, my career, his career, we have done a few of these, that's for sure. But uh, Tyler, appreciate you uh, taking some time with us today uh, for this week. Yeah, glad to catch up here. I've uh, Like you say, we have had uh, a lot of history. We've gone back a long time. That's yeah, good. Yeah, it's funny. There's certain music I hear. I still think of you when I hear it. For example, um, uh, what's the name of that band? Uh, everybody got a gun. Run, got a gun. Uh, ah, for goodness sake. Now I'm blanking on what it is. Anyway, <laughs> Why, I hear that. Because of my haircuts? What's that? Yeah, see, of course, yeah, they, they match, the songs yeah. match your haircuts over the years. Yeah. <laughs> you did go through an emo phase. Oh, yeah. yeah. We all kind of want to go through phases, right? So <laughs> now I'm just a just a dad mode phase i think that's where i'm landing here yeah do your kids still think you're cool or they they're not too old to think you're you know they don't think you're lame now they think you're cool still right yeah uh, yeah yeah but we're we're flirting with the border of that now too so <laughs> i saw you went to a concert with uh, with poppy who are you with poppy or millie who are you with millie yeah oh, it's millie. she's she's right into music and she's got uh, uh she's kind of got my musical Jean there and you know she's good with lyrics and she knew it's one of her favorite bands and i kind of had this trip planned for basically all around this concert and oh. yeah so we can get into that but um it, yeah it was good she she's uh she loves it and we had a good time and hanging out being on the beach and yeah it's good nice yeah i saw you put that little video up and she was singing all the words that was pretty cool to see yeah yeah it's fun and yeah, she's uh, she's got the she's got the memory like a friggin' elephant. And you can she knows songs so quickly. It's it's awesome. Oh gosh, she's gonna end up like me. She's gonna remember all the unimportant, the, all the all the weird random stuff, but uh, not the important stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah. I don't think the other two the other two kids quite have that memory like she does. She's pretty quick witted and and really good with the with lyrics and stuff. So it's fun. Okay, interesting. Who does she look like? Uh, she looks like Heidi. Like I see, well, yeah, she she might have a good mix of both of us, but I see Heidi and you know her for sure. And po yeah, Poppy and her are like spitting image. So it's okay. the two girls look a lot like Heidi. Okay, cool, cool. All right, so um, well, let's talk about this. It's number five, so we got to talk about a couple things. This is not your first time uh, with the number five on a two fifty, and of course, I sent you that short video clip to remind you. Yeah, that wasn't that was a that was a brutal day. It was actually going so well too. I remember that night, like I felt really good coming into Montreal Supercross, and we had my uh, obviously because I'd won that race on the 250 twice before, and we had my track and at Pleasant Valley dialed in, put in put in quite a bit of work, and yeah, and like the the track was cool and just. <laughs> Yeah, and went, uh, took a little trip to Indonesia there. We had a, <laughs> in between sessions, uh, somebody checked this, the settings of my shock and then got put back to where it was. And that was like on the first lap of the second session. And the first time I went to seatbound something, it just sent me completely over the bars. Broke my helmet, broke my nose, concussion, and yeah. Oh, man. What year was that? Uh, that was 20... 19? Yeah. 19. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess I'm going to have to put that uh, little video clip up now that we've talked about it. Oh, God. I'd rather not. But, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it was a kind of a shitty deal. My hand, my hand, like, I sat down, the shock kind of, like, blew through and kicked, and my hand came off the throttle. And, yeah, and then it was, it was actually a really scary, kind of awkward fall, too. I'm lucky to. I'm glad I kind of just got just got a little bump in the head out of, out of that. Could have been worse, but yeah. <laughs> nice. I know. I know. Obviously, when you when you race down the stage, you go at the five one five. Is there what's the reason for you taking the number five? Um, well, because we were picking when we got the choice for for um, the career numbers. I had been number three, and I had been number five the same amount of times. And uh, <clears throat> I didn't 
I think me and Heidi talked about it, and uh, I was kind of still wanting to be 13 again, but she didn't really like that idea. And we both liked the way the number five looked, and yeah, so that's kind of where it went. And like, I won my first championship when I was number five, uh, and on Blackfoot, and yeah, I just it, it just looks good. It looks kind of mean, right? Like I, I like it. I like it, especially especially with the. I think I like the look a bit better with um, black backgrounds too. It looks nice. Uh, <laughs> the white number looks sharp. Yeah, the whole number thirteen thing. I, I get what Heidi's saying. If something ever were to go wrong and you were number thirteen, everybody would just be like, "See?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kinda. Yeah, no, and it's and it sucked. I mean, yeah, I, I ran thirteen and I liked it, and but yeah, and it's kind of like a good luck thing for Italians too. So I, oh, I don't right. know, you know. To each their own, but we agreed that five was nicer anyways, and single digits is, is always cool, so just stick with that. Okay, all right. Well, speaking of not choosing number three, you ended up third last year in the 450 MX series. Um, I mean, Jess kind of got, Jess Pettis kind of got away with, from you up front, and Moff missed one. He didn't score any points in that one series. You guys ended up pretty close. It would have been really close, but then you kind of faltered in the last two. Talk about uh, how, how were you happy with your season last year? How did that go? Yeah, it was just, uh, yeah, like, I mean, I was in second there for a bit, and then Sean was close, and then Jess squeaked ahead, and then after Riverglade, I closed it back up, and then it was going to be tight, you know, for for second again um, between me and Jess, because uh, I got, got the points closer there, and then, um, yeah, then really I had a good, just the Deschambeau had a mechanical, and had a DNF there and then um, that was pretty much it and then after the and then it was pretty well solidified after that and then I fell in the start at Walton and got a concussion so and then once we knew that the points were good then it was kind of because uh, I finished the first moto but I was not right <laughs> during that moto and um, although I did ride well like towards the end it was hard to see where like the going through the the rollers it was it was kind of blurry when my head was moving a lot so <laughs> obviously that was a sign and then once i knew that uh yeah the, the third was pretty much locked in and we we pulled the plug on the last moto so that's why the points ended up where they were and looking how they were so um which kind of sucked because at walton that was the first time i qualified first in both uh both sessions mm-hmm. so um yeah i felt really good coming in obviously talon was there and i rode the week um in plus 25 and was um yeah i was feeling really good coming into that to that race but yeah just first turn incident and that was that but yeah third on the season was still still good okay by the way uh side note daryl murphy just ignore those the last five minutes of that conversation yeah yeah <laughs> well it is i yeah it's just it is what it is right like you, you don't have to talk unless the medics are there you don't like you know what i mean it's it's your judgment so you sound like you're that's how we did it back in my day <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's kind of an old school way but i guess you know there's not very many old school riders left so <laughs> i'll wave the flag for it yeah it's too bad too because you had that bone to pick with the walton national from the from the year before where things you were fastest qualifying again leading and then you had that crash so you kind of wanted to come back and redeem yourself but uh, next year yeah yeah exactly i mean the that one was this one was the, like this year it was kind of just uh you know what i mean i probably you know like there was a chance that i could have rode and have been okay um but and that was just the first turn thing right just clipped somebody's tire and and fell like it's you know that first turn pilots happened i I just the way i fell i kind of the it was so tacky in that turn that you can't really do much when like the bike just stuck and i went like just pile drove into the ground so i hit my head without getting really getting the chance to put my arms out and yeah so but the year before that one was that one was tough because that was the you know that wasn't even my fault like i'm just going off the the takeoff of the jump and the the bike just downshifted on, on the face so 
that was a last minute deal. It was rushed and stupid. The, you know, looking back at that, that was a that was a super avoidable mistake. But um, yeah, I mean, you, it's just the way life works, right? You're just constantly learning and figuring shit out, and and yeah, I guess that that sort of thing you know, it doesn't really stop. You just learn lessons throughout it all. Yeah, and I, I spoke with uh, Brett Lee and Mel there, They and they mentioned Walton's going to be going the same way again this year as it did last year. Are you okay? That's a pretty high-speed downhill, kind of off-camber, then kind of a, I want to call it a Talladega turn or whatever, to the right. Are you okay with that first turn? Is it uh, just a fluke, or would you would you prefer a left Yeah, it was, just a, it was just a fluke. And and to be honest, at first, when I first saw it, and I saw that they were still working on it before, you know, working on it like the day before the the races start i was kind of skeptical and and it looked weird it's kind of like a right hander it kind of funnels in it's a blind crest if you're coming from the inside and i was like oh my god this is going to be this is going to be a nightmare all week for for the amateurs and and it, and it didn't it worked out fine so um and i did multiple starts there and uh yeah and there there really wasn't wasn't uh any issues and i think and i'm fine the, the direction of the track I, I liked it i think it was good um i had fun on the track and you know i always kind of like walton it's it's you know it's always it's always a pretty good track so um the fact that it was backwards and it was new for everybody and it'll be kind of you know sort of new for us again that um yeah I'm, I'm cool with it for sure okay yeah i think it's funny right like uh at some point, we just kind of like change, right? Like the track, the bike, whatever. Like sometimes we don't like change. Other times, it's like you get kind of bored of the same the same old things. It's kind of fun to go different, like you said, different for everybody. Yeah, yeah. And I think, too, that's that's one of the exciting things about this year, going back to, you know, going to a new track and then um, going back to the uh, the other one that we went to only the one time. So it's, you know, keeps it kind of fun and, and interesting. I've really, I've really been beating on that uh, round one from last year. But uh, are you, uh, are you upset that we're not going back to that track for round one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I love Camus. It's like no, uh, no. I mean, sorry, last year's first round. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. No, yeah. They can, yeah. I'm stoked that we're not going back to that. That was a. Yeah, I mean that was a swing and a miss, big time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry, I don't want to beat beat on that dead horse. I kind of seem to be laying. No, and it's just, and it's not, it's not just that. It's not just because, you know, what I mean, like I, that whole weekend was was shitty for me, just based on you know a lot of stuff coming in. Like I didn't, I I didn't even ride my race bike. I didn't. It was brand new. Everything was brand new, and then Mitchell Harrison had his uh, major issues, and you know we we were riding together at my place on our practice bikes and we were riding really good. Obviously, I mean, with, with our results the following weekend, you could see that we obviously put the work in, but coming into round one, that was, man, it was just a shit show. And yeah, it was, it was a huge bummer. And then on top of it, the track was just absolutely terrible. Um, when, you know, I, I, you know, we, we kind of went through it. I mean, I like that they're 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 trying new stuff, and yeah, sure. it, it was a good it was a good idea, and it's kind of like the you know the super motocross style, and which was fine, but like the the soil and everything and and didn't really accommodate for uh, really for good racing in my opinion, and I thought that just yeah I mean I get I get their eff- their effort and the trying it was was good, but. Yeah, like I said, the track was absolutely terrible, and I said I mentioned it before. Like I get the second after the second moto, I I peaked at my watch when I was done. My heart rate was at one twenty. Like I literally, <laughs> I literally could not push. I was so uncomfortable with the bike and and the, the track, and it was just yeah a bit of a nightmare. So it was nice to reset and, and go back to Kamloops. Going back to your point now, saying that yeah, I was I'm way disappointed that that uh, Kamloops was is not on the schedule but. right 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 uh, um again i said i wasn't gonna we were gonna beat on this but then we just did and then i was gonna say too um because of that track and the first turn uh jake piccolo was unfortunately hurt with his shoulder still needs work on it that opened up a seat for you to move to the 250 class because your old team disappeared i mean i don't know what you want to say about that or what you want to kind of like now it, it, uh, like say you have a seat on uh, at the gdr honda fox racing team 
yeah um yeah there was just there was a lot of stuff going on with the with the team and then alex the 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 team owner he had um sold his dealership and there was so much stuff going on behind the scenes that really um like there was some personal stuff and then um business stuff that was all kind of going on behind the scenes that we didn't really know what was going on um there were signs that you know there's always signs but at the same time like you, you can never really be too surprised on what when stuff happens or doesn't happen because it's so you know you know the way that the industry is you know one day it's great and then the next it's it's gone so not gone but you know what i mean and so yeah i mean there was a few things that that i think the whole thing was pretty avoidable um but at the end of the day maybe that's just it was just the way it meant it was meant to be but i think that we could have yeah when it went about some things quite a bit differently um not and it's not just me too right it's mitchell you know he put in us he put in a lot of effort right to and he didn't on in my situation the bike it was going from a previous generation to to the switch to the new gen bike and there was very little effort from the OEM to help me get that bike in, in the right amount of time and uh, that was frustrating but but that was completely different from what Harrison was dealing with, which is that he was on the same platform. We already had stuff from the year before. Right. There was really no excuse. There's zero excuse for, for him, not to, for him to the mechanics to be looking for a valve spring compressor the night before the race, Yeesh. you know, to put, to put his race engine head together, let alone break it in, let alone try it, let alone make sure everything's good. So, yeah, it, it was just those were kind of the signs coming in that something was off. I mean, even, but you know, it again, it's one of those things, right? Like you gotta, like we don't know what people are going through behind closed doors, and some people deal with it differently than others. And yeah, it's just a shame because we had such a good thing going, and um, the people involved were all tight and you know got along great and yeah and then it just kind of slowly just fell apart and yeah sad but it's the way it goes right and now yeah i got an opportunity to go back with uh gdr and fox and honda and i'm, I'm really excited about it to be honest it's kind of given me another yeah a little bit more motivation because i was kind of on the edge of what what uh, direction i want to go as far as you know given the the woods thing a full effort or or you know sticking it out with with moto and hey well let me let me jump in here like because i know i talked to derek and i guess he he fired you a text it said uh 2000 whatever it was throwback 12 2012 redo redo whatever like what were you like if if this didn't happen i mean there, this ride shouldn't have really been there for you what the heck were you gonna do um i wasn't too worried about it right like um I feel like in my position and, you know, I, I could have put something again together, um, you know, on, on a smaller scale and, and figured something out and done, a, done it a little bit differently. But, yeah, I mean, it's hard to say because I, I really was enjoying my my time in, in, the, in the fall when I was riding a 250F in the woods and... You know, I would just walk by my 450 as if it was just like an ornament in the in the shop. Really, no, it wasn't really um, enjoying my time, like on the on the bike. Mm. And let's, yeah, I mean, maybe not so much that, or just more so that I was loving my experience that I was having in the in the bush. So, and then, yeah, and then Diggs gave me that text, and I was like, yeah, you know. I told I, you know I've said it before that you know I'm not breaking any records in the 450 classes for damn sure, but you know I'm, it could be a, I could, you know, be the most like there's a few of us that have two championships in the 250 class and nobody has three, so 
you know, it's something I could hang my hat on if I, if it happens. And I feel like, you know, this, this, the type of speed that I, that I'm capable of and I can still ride with, um, you know, even going back to Walton qualifying ahead of Dylan in both sessions, like it's, that's not easy to do. I think, (laughs) I think he only got beat in two other sessions the whole seat like the whole the last two years pretty much <laughs> so i think that you know i i can see i can see and feel that i still have the ability and the speed to do it so um yeah and i think there's value there and on top of things with my kid coming up um i'm gonna be there i'm gonna be at the track i'm, I'm gonna be traveling so you know i might as well be all in i've said this before but you know i'm gonna be at the track anyway so I'm going to ride and, and race regardless of regardless of whether I'm doing it full time as a professional or not. So if I'm going to why not be all in and get the opportunity to come and train and have the time, you know, to bring my kid down and, and get him to go to tracks and spend the time to help him develop the way I want him to. And, yeah, he's not cutting any corners. You know, I'm giving him the, the opportunities that I had and. And it, if I didn't have this spot and, and the ability to make money doing this, it would be a lot harder for me to to do this and bring him down south during the winter. If that makes sense. All right. No, for sure. How's how's this? Uh, I know we're in the we're in hockey season. How's this hockey going? Yeah, it's, hockey's going much better than last year. He's the second year on the second year on the team now with a bunch of the kids that were first years last year. So they sucked last year, and uh, they're in it. They're in it this year. So. Um, it's pretty competitive and yeah, they, they get a good, good team and the, and the league is really good. Like it's triple a and so, yeah. And, uh, as soon as that's done, he's going to, I think late February, he's going to come down here and probably do day in the dirt again. And then he's going to do some Loretta's qualifiers. And, uh, when we start to head home. Okay. Now is he showing the potential in hockey like he does in moto? I don't think he's going to be the tallest, biggest guy though. No, no. I mean, he's he's kind of like me, right? Like, just just like works hard, has a ton of energy, and digs and digs and digs. But you know, not not the most you know finesse type of game. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of like how just picture how I ride and how he rides, and that's kind of how we play hockey as well. So. Um, there's people that like Mitch and my brother who are like super finesse. And then there's, and, and then I have a pretty contrast, uh, <laughs> style and effort level to, to those guys. So it's, that's, yeah, it's fun, but he's, he's definitely got more of a, more of a chance at, at, uh, riding motorcycles than, than playing hockey. But, <laughs> what's, Hey, what's his uh, hockey version of the old throttle twisting in the air that he likes to do? He does something like that. He has this like kind of like skip before he takes a big str- like before he starts skating. Like before he takes a stride, he has this little skip in his step. And his oh, the Hollywood step. skip! He, I know the skip yeah, you mean. He's got a little skip in his step, I mean, but he he goes pretty good. So that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's great. So okay, sorry, sorry, Talon. You'll get your chance for your own interview. We'll uh, we'll have to move on from Talon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and by the way, I said I was going to type this and put it up as a podcast. There's no way I'm going to type all this. I got so much more to ask you. Yeah, no, it's, that's usually the way it works, but it's okay. <laughs> hey, so okay, so last year, so speaking of kind of the segue there to Dylan, um, I mean, obviously we talked before last year too, and you were very motivated to try to break his damn his streak of going and uh now you're going to the 250 so you won't get a chance to do that but you're going to be his teammate yeah i can't beat him join him i guess I <laughs> perfect yeah <laughs> uh, no it, yeah i mean i was motivated to do that and i came pretty damn close at cam loops and i think you know i kind of hit a lapper there and uh sean got around me although sean was riding great all day too but um yeah i think i missed my opportunity there it's at the last the last quarter of the race and uh, and cam loops and then again Walton I think was my other chance I think I had but yeah I mean the kid's good there's no take there's no denying it so um, yeah I mean obviously it's yeah it's just it's just something to chase right like you want to win and you want to you know try to upset the streak and try to get 
not not playing mind games, but try to get some confidence in yourself and try to, you know, knock them off that pedestal a little bit. But yeah, and now it's, but you mean like I've raced with him for a while and yeah, it's, he's, he's just really good. He's re- really strong and tough and it's, 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 it's tough when you got, when you got all those, uh, you know, you're just crazy enough. You're really strong, and you got all these things going for you. It's it's hard. Uh, it's hard to stop that type of train, right? Right. Yeah, I think and, you nailed it there. He's got kind of that combination of of all of those things for sure. That uh, that that make a winner motocrosser. Yeah, and I mean, the only thing was like, there's been a few times when I'm behind him, and you know, just by the skin of his teeth, he saves like these big these big moments. So that was really. You know what I mean? Like at my at my stage, um, I'm still able to push the limits, but I know like I know where my odds are, right? And how like how much I'm really willing to sacrifice, you know, podiums or or races or injuries for that matter, um, you know, to 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 push that envelope. I can feel it going away, so um, that's why. You know, that was one of my things that I had. It was just kind of sit back and wait if I can. And then at the tracks that I was good at, like, you know, Riverglade was really good. I had two really good motos there, too. And, yeah, if not for, you know, in one of the motos, I, I made, I was, you know, I was maintaining the gap. And then I made a bit of a mistake. And that was all that it was. And I just gave him just that little taste of blood in the water. And, yeah, you know, it's just, <laughs> it, you know, it's professional sport. It's tough. There's mm-hmm. no way around it. Yeah. Hey, now speaking of uh, this coming season in the 250 class, we're not going to have we're not going to have McNabb. He's going to the states. We're not going to have Piccolo early. He's uh, has to get his shoulder worked on. We're not we're not going to have Natsuki. He's moving up. What uh, this could be a Medallia Benoit battle. Yeah, it's just like in '93 when we battled at the at the Big O and for KTM the the mini race at Montreal <laughs> Supercross. He went all the way back to '93. We've ra- we raced each other since we were yeah a long long time, a long time. Oh, wow. Maybe that wasn't '93. Maybe it was '95. That's was amazing. 95. Either way, that's amazing. Yeah, no, it's going to be pretty cool. I mean, it's um, yeah, we both. Uh, I mean, we've raced against each other for a long time. We've been teammates. Um, yeah, it's going to be good to, to go bar to bar, I guess, with him. And yeah, I mean, there's always going to be people that are coming up that'll be that'll, that'll be quick and surprises and stuff. And I just got to, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I've been around, you've been around, you kind of know how it works. You just got to just got to put uh, put the work in, and yeah, don't really don't really worry about who's going to be there. Just be as ready as you can, and and uh, yeah, execute. Nice. Hey, Matt, how old are you now? 36. 36. How old's Kevin? 35. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, it, it always amazes me that guys stay racing at that level with this much intensity at that age and can do it. And I wonder if if you were in the 450 class for next year, would you have had the motivation? Now you're going to 250. It's fun. You got a chance to make uh, break the record, grab your third title. I mean, you got to be looking for some motivation. I'm not, not saying you're over it, but, I mean, this certainly has to help. Yeah, like that's exactly it, right? Like, I mean, it just, I'm trying to get fun out of it where I can, you know what I mean? And that's going back to riding in the woods and, and uh, yeah, enduro and just these different things to keep it fun while also maintaining that competitive and, and speed aspect to where uh, I'm able still able like if i know that i'm competitive still or i have a shot you know that there is always going to be motivation so yeah regardless of the class even this even coming up into this season i I said to myself well i I would like to be to race at 250 just because if i'm going to do more wood stuff but at the same time like uh if it comes down to it and I don't have much for support then obviously 450 is more feasible and I'll have to right. just kind of do but just kind of wing it because there's been many many seasons where you know I've raced with very little um, per, like very little mods to a 450 you could just just good handling you know just good handling good suspension and 
and that's really all you need, um, especially at my size, right? Being 150 pounds on a 450, you don't really need much for engine, and the bikes <laughs> are so good these days. So, yeah, but I mean, yeah, the motivation now is I'm excited. You know what I mean? I'm getting, I'm waiting for Dylan to come down with my with my 250s, and I'm excited to to get on it and uh, start, you know holding the thing, wringing their necks, you know, it's, it's going to be fun. Right. Now, we didn't talk about that off the start there. We should have mentioned that, where you are and who you're with right now. What's, uh, what, where are you right now? I'm in St. Augustine with uh, Mitch Cook. My Yeah, so he comes down here for three months every winter, and they kind of rent a rent a house in uh, St. Augustine by the beach. So, the yeah, just to kind of get out of the weather. And then Mitch still is really, really loves training and riding and – just getting out of the the crappy weather um yeah like he i'll i'll ride in the most shit like weather and you know and suffer and stuff but he he's not about that no more <laughs> you know and neither, so so he um comes down and rides and you know does some track hopping around here and yeah there's there's it's pretty central to pax track and bostwick and um waldo and all these uh you know these fun tracks so man um, that's our 2011 circuit yeah that's right yeah so it's kind of uh it's it's pretty turnkey and the weather's good so yeah um that's where i'm at right now and i actually was riding in the woods before i left on my 450 and i something i got the bike pretty hot getting stuck and I broke something inside my clutch, and I and I messed up uh, a part of my and my motor. And then uh, Millie's flight and this concert, we already had all our tickets and everything booked. So I actually had to leave before I had my bike fixed. So I just have a, you know, so I haven't really even been able to ride yet down here. So um, Dylan is bringing my bikes and and parts to fix my 450. So um, that's why I'm. Yeah, so we're, okay. I'm, I'm here waiting, and at least uh, at least I'm not, uh, you know, it, it's comfortable to, to wait around and go do some running and cycling and stuff. Nice weather. Nice. Now, you, I mean, historically, obviously, I chase you over to Palatka there. We go to Hogs, Wall, Hog, Waller there, and you do your GNCC and everything, uh, you know, because you're pretty open with your program. Now, this year, uh, how's Derek feel about you going out there and, uh, and whipping the Hondas and those things? Yeah, I, I think Derek and Honda are, are on board, right? Oh, like good. they want to get uh, they want to get more into it as far as you know, just just being, you know, I do a lot of stuff on the major, you know, all the big off road races in Canada. So, you know, the, like the Big Kahuna and the Corduroy and FMSQs, and I try to do like as much as the biggest ones that that we got and. Yeah, I think Honda's on board, and they're pretty. Uh, as far as Derek was concerned, he said that they're they're pretty on they're on board with it, and they're they're actually excited. So, you know, to get some Hondas more into the mix instead of other you know other brands that kind of uh, rule the roost in there, and yeah, so be able to step in and you know try to do just as well, and yeah, so I've got to go ahead. I mean, obviously, maybe the ones that are getting right close to round one of our nationals i might not be able to uh you know i might be more focused on maybe not just not more focused but maybe you know just have to uh skip one or two in the spring in order to be 100 percent ready to go for the for the team as like structure wise for testing and and all this stuff that we are you know that derek has planned and honda has planned so um, but yeah, uh, going back to your question, they, they're all about it. Okay. So you're, you're basically, I haven't looked at the schedule or anything yet, but, uh, the GNCC, you're going to try to hit as many of those kinds of things as you can heading into our season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to probably do, I'm going to do, hopefully do the hog waller. So round two of the GNCCs, and then I'm going to do day in the dirt again. Um, because that was really fun. Day in the dirt down south at Dade oh, City. Right. I'll do that. And then um, there was something else. Maybe an FTR. There's a there's kind of a hair scramble series in Florida that's that's pretty good. And um, I might do that because it just like 
you you learn like in a three-hour race you learn a lot about the bike like what it does and and what yeah you just learn a lot about the bike and and where your fitness is at uh doing these races and it makes you tough right like there's a lot of times you know once you get the past the two-hour mark your your body's kind of screaming for you to stop but (laughs) yeah so it's um I think it's a healthy a healthy cross training to do as far as uh, com- competition goes. All right. Well, speaking of that too, if I'm uh, I'm coming down for Daytona, of course, that means Hog Waller. That also means the Thursday. You just came from Tampa. Would you do that uh, Thursday? That Pro Circuit Pro Challenge kind of thing they do? Yeah, depending on how um, depending on how I feel and how ready I am. Um, yeah, I mean, like, like I said, I haven't even, I haven't really even spent. I did the the photos we did at, at Gopher, but other than that, I haven't really spent much time on the bike. Um, and yeah, so I gotta ride it and feel like I'm. If I feel if I feel good and comfortable, yeah, I'll I'll race whatever I can. So, um, yeah, but for sure, the 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 aim right now is to do the FTR race on the seventeenth. Of February <clears throat> as like the first first event and then go from there and see how it feels see whether um, I'll be ready or not for for the Hogwaller one and then if my yeah and then maybe do the the Tampa race depending on weather and all the stuff right so right right now what are you going to talk Dylan into doing you know drag in some of these things or what, what are you going to do oh maybe maybe he showed up last year at the day in the dirt but I think he was like late and um, I'm not sure, but you know, he, I, I think he's, um, so maybe I could hopefully get him to that, but I, I don't think he'll be, I don't think he'll be racing in the bush. That's for sure. <laughs> no. Hey, now what about, uh, last year I was down there and got to see them training with the Lawrence brothers at their place. Was that something you guys will be doing again this year? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I cool. think, um, Dylan's coming down and he's going to base, uh, kind of base camp there. Okay and do most of uh stuff there and then i'm going to join them once um yeah i'm going to join them once uh i get uh, back into the swing of things and yeah start putting the hammer down nice that's something you're looking forward to i mean uh they might be doing oh, like, uh, like last year they were on yeah, the supercross track more absolutely yeah it'd be crazy not to right see to go there and train with the boys and um see what it's all about mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's it's definitely exciting. Um, I'm looking forward to it, and also looking forward to riding with <clears throat> with Dylan. And you know, we haven't really ridden during the week or practiced together ever. So, other than when when he was a kid. So yeah, it's going to be good to just yeah have another different different uh, see some different training and and do some sprints and just just do some dedicated work and, and start uh, building will you be like will you be doing a lot of 450 riding or are you going to be on your your uh, 250 to get used to it because i only just say that because on a 250 racing with dylan it might help you mentally too because you're like okay how close can i stay to him on a 250 as opposed to be both being on 450s i think they you know i think i have a 450 just in case i want to do a little bit of local racing and some of the <clears throat> some of the stuff is more conducive to a 450 like day in the dirt is is pretty wide open so you're going to want to be on a 450 there and like if i end up if the big kahuna is still in kamloops you know you're going to want to be on a 450 there and like i have one just to to stay kind of sharp as far as if i need to race you you know mainly just in case i need to race it but for the most time i think i'm going to be spending a lot of time on the 250s okay that's good okay mainly because i just enjoy it you know what I mean? Like I, I, I love riding the the small bike. It's fun. Do you enjoy the small bike so much that it makes you want to ride supercross? <laughs> I was like, me and Mitch were just talking about that. I said like, it just takes so much. You know what I mean? Like, if I got onto a track and and did something like I was saying, I would, if I was to do one and get ready to to try to to do one, I would you know, a triple crown would probably be the one just because you know it's it's based off of lap times and i'm pretty good at that so the to, to get in on qualifying would be you know i feel like it'd be worthwhile to go and at least try 
or Daytona, but yeah, I mean, like, I, there's no way, like, I won't be ready. There's no way this season I could do Daytona, right? So, I want to see you do Tampa, Hogwaller, Daytona. <laughs> yeah, no, it'd be Tampa, Daytona, Hogwaller. Right, true. Uh, which, whichever you do, whichever way you want. <laughs> oh man, that'd be a hell of a week. That'd be a heck of a four days. That would be, yeah, that would be a mega four days. <laughs> okay, well, um, boy, it's, uh, yeah, I'm no, not a chance I'm typing this now. Um, I better throw in that this is brought to you by RP Race Performance. Check them out at rprace.com. Um, but, uh, okay, uh, let me ask you this. You've been around a long time. You've raced some of our top guys and some of the top people who've come to Canada. Uh, who's, 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 who's the person you've raced that makes your draw drop? Is there anyone out there that are like, wow, this guy was really something or is something? Um, well, when I watched, when I watched Dusty, um, in that one season, it was pretty impressive. On the number um, nine? Me and, me and Colt were about the same age, so I was always kind of, we're always, you know what I mean? Like, he was really good, but at the same time, I was trying to, trying to beat him and, you know, stay close in some of those years. <clears throat> but, um... Yeah, man. Like, even this, even this year, man. We were in practice, and I just finished a heater, and Dylan went by me, and he was doing one, and I, I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll, I'll go, I'll pop in behind him a little bit, just to, not to moto cop him, but see if he's doing anything <laughs> different. And there was a big option back in the far corner where the old start used to be there was like a really tall option. You can either go over the hump or you can go uh, on the outside to the left of it was a low line. And then the right was like a high single mm -hmm. back to the spot where they anyways, where the old star used to be. And he like jumped, like kind of got sketchy coming into it and then didn't let off and just held the thing wide open and, and scrubbed it. And like his I'm pretty sure his frigging brake lever touched the top of the like because he was leaning in the sand, and I don't even think he meant to do it as as far as it was, but it was just ridiculous, you know. And yeah, it, it's it, it's you know what I mean like I've gone through all these guys, I've watched them all race, but he's the only one that really steps like steps off the page dramatically right i was gonna ask you like in their prime you got a jsr colton fasciati dylan wright who wins i think dylan's just got the whole package man i really do nice that's good to hear that we're living in the top time right now well we're not talking about ross rollerball peterson here but uh yeah yeah that's 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 another a whole nother era <laughs> it's hard the, the equipment's not even relatable right like at least if you go back you could get on dusty's 06 right. 450 crf 450 and you know still be relatively close you know you can't go back to when ross was racing and and those bikes you don't have a, you don't even stand a chance so <laughs> true app, apples to oranges <laughs> okay now who would uh, who would you like to fight fight yeah <laughs> Jeez, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Um, <laughs> I there's a lot of people win. that I wouldn't want to fight. <laughs> What's that? Uh, there's a lot of people that I wouldn't want to fight, but um, <sighs> who would I want to fight? Who wouldn't you want to fight, Mitch? Well, definitely not Mitch. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's like uh, number one. I think anybody that would want to fight him is. Uh, got some screws loose <laughs> um, but Kyle Keast I wouldn't want to fight him <laughs> and I've probably pissed him off in the past enough to where he'd want to fight me but um, no I don't know man like I never really had beef with anybody to be honest I mean there's some people obviously uh, there was a time when I probably would have wanted to um, fight Colton <laughs> there was a time yeah it was more frustrating than anything. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, we've always, I've always gotten along with them and stuff. But back when we were, back when I was, you know, when we were both like 2019, there was a lot of, that would be the time, you know, there was a lot of testosterone flying and 
yeah, yeah, in 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 '08. So yeah, it was good, but that's a fun question. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what what's the worst track you've ever ridden? Um, Edmonton this year, hands down. <laughs> oh, gee. oh no, we're circling back to beat on it some more. Well, I was, there's no sense of hiding it. It's, it was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, uh, let's let's wrap it up there, man. We could, uh, like I say, you're the, if I go back over anything, if I'm look, I'm always going back in my archives looking for stuff, and I just trip over photos and interviews and videos, and I'm just thinking about like your last. Remember Honda? It was 2011, I guess. What was that? The in the alleys here in London with uh, Dan Stenning going around with the bikes. And then I drove, I drove the bloody van out with your bike and all the stuff in the van that broke down. And then, uh, how about when, yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a external hard drive worth of the nonsense that, that surrounds remember, me. So remember, um, remember GPF, let's, let's uh, push the bike up these steps. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we tried to go in a, a rotten a rotten tree fort that was falling down. We tried to bring the bike up to, to do a drop off off the deck, and and we almost lost the whole building trying to push the bike up. So yeah, that would, and and not to mention that right underneath it was the pond where there was gators. <laughs> and then we then we did the silly interview, and I pan down. You've been standing on the balance board the whole time. Yeah. 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 That was cool too. Yeah. There was that whole, that whole zone. I remember, I remember I broke a fork spring and I was so pissed off. And like, there's been a few moments in my career where I, where I've completely lost my mind. (laughs) And one of them was right there. I was, I was having a shit ride and I came down and I went to change my front tire and I took the axle out and I put the, once I, I struggled, I may have pinched the tube even and I redid it. And then I went to put the wheel in and this is all by that tree fort, by the way, back in, <laughs> by that house. So that's why I'm remembering this. Yeah. But the, because the fork spring was broke, the, the axle wasn't lining up. It wasn't lining up. So I, I, you know, it's frustrating enough when you're trying to put a front wheel in and it doesn't cooperate, but when it, really isn't doing anything and I was so heated and it was hot outside and I started I started hitting it with the hammer like not just the mallet like a, an actual claw hammer and I just kind of blacked out I started hitting it and hitting it and hitting it and I was smashing the spokes the <laughs> fork tube the rim everything and then I threw that hammer at that pond I took the front wheel and did like a discus throw through the front wheel, kicked the bike over, and then went inside and picked everything up in the morning. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, the song was Pumped Up Kicks. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. song was the theme to all your all that nonsense. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right, Tyler. Well, then, well, yeah. Well, got I got more? one more then. If we're going back to... Uh, the freakouts because I and kicking so okay give us one more last one we I was at my friend's track and I was putting in a moto and it wasn't going good and I, I wasn't happy with the bike and then I go through this uh it was on a Suzuki an 08 and I was you know I had pressure of the leading the points and I was you know yeah I was putting a lot of effort in and I, I was having a bad day and there was a single the table and a little set of like kind of like stutter whoops and i hit the hit the whoops wide open the bike jumped into false neutral on the thing and i nose picked the the top of the landing and almost went over the bars and then i i was so mad i just held the bike on the rev limiter for so long and i just started stomping on the shifter and then the shifter as i crest the hill the shifter broke off and it broke the shifter off, screwed up something in the transmission, and then I ghost rode the bike, and again left it there, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then I couldn't ride for like three or four days because I didn't have the parts to fix it, and I felt like such a dumbass. And my dad gave me shit. No oh, man, yeah. another another a mega meltdown. There's there's some good stories out there. Oh, Derek's or, uh, sorry. Um... Yeah, Derek Schuster's gonna love to hear that story too. Um, well, I, I, I had the old one. Me, Billy, come on. 
had I had one other one here written down. Well, two others here. This you, and you just mentioned your dad, Derek. Uh, what's the biggest freak out he he's ever taken? Um, actually, I just told this story to Mitch the other day. Um, I was at Riverglade. We were at Riverglade, and <clears throat> this was an oath. And I just we'd just driven all the way there, and I was kind of coming back from two years of injuries, so I wasn't really riding good at all. But I was trying, and I was uncomfortable. And the turn, the right hander before the clavicle, there was really, really deep ruts and and rocks and shit. And when I went through the turn, it pushed in my rear caliper, and I didn't know this, so I hit the two jumps. And then at the top, I came into the turn, and I went to break, and there was nothing there. <laughs> And I just kind of like looked like a goon and just rode straight over the berm into the fence. <laughs> and it was, it was terrible, right? And then I get off and my dad's just freaking. He's, he said, nobody's going to ever pay you to ride a motorcycle. That's fucking it. You should just get a job, fucking quit. And freaked out because we drove all this way and just, <laughs> the, you know, we drove all the way from Ottawa. It was a long trip in the, the old slow motorhome and... It was just a shit show, right? And then uh, he gave me shit that whole entire drive home. And it was, it's like, you know, 12 hours. And then the next weekend I ended up uh, podium getting a podium at Sandalee and then got uh, a ride with Suzuki. Oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah. Amazing. Okay. okay, here's a quick one to end it with here. Who's going to win the 450 Supercross title this year? Oh, my God. Yeah. Good question. Um, I think Webb now, to be honest. Yeah, he's just he's just so I mentally think, tough, isn't he? I think so, and I think it's going to be a game. And these guys are all close. And I think, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think he can do it. I just I just think he's. I mean, obviously, you, you know, statistics you would say Jet, but I don't know how he's going to handle this this type of. Uh, mental abuse that he's been getting lately so and i and you know that webb has done it before and he can do it and even with the speed that he's been showing in the dry and all the stuff yeah he's gonna be he's gonna be a major thorn in the those guys's butt yeah no yeah that's uh, that's a good probably that's a good solid pick what about you I don't, I don't know what to say i i, I pull the colton fasciati rule here if eli is going to continue to race i pick eli yeah okay you know what I mean? If he's in it, I'm, I, I mean, I just I just pick him and, until he's not racing anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, the odds are pretty good, so. <laughs> all right, Tyler. Hey, man, I appreciate you taking this entire afternoon to talk with us. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good. Love it. Oh, no, it's good. Do you want to, uh, you want to thank people there before we let you go? Well, just uh, let, thank Mitch for letting me bum at his place here for a bit. Um, yeah, and then obviously Derek and GDR Fox Honda, GDR Fox Canada Honda, or GDR Honda Fox Canada Racing. Honda Canada, GDR Fox Racing. GDR Fox, yeah, Honda Canada, GDR Fox. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, yeah, I, I'll get it. <laughs> this is the first one, right? We're, I'll get it. And yeah, just you know, my my family for always, you know, support me and, and the people that. Uh, you know, enjoyed a following up on my nonsense. My mechanic, Jeff, who, you know, luckily I get to, he's, uh, gets to stay with me for this team as well. And he just finished building my, my two bikes there, Gophers, and he's willing to take the time. And, oh, good. I was going to ask you that. So, sure. Oh, no, good. Okay. That's good to hear. Yeah, that was, that was a big, yeah, that's, you know, I, and I told Dig that was one of the first things I told him that he's one, he's a big part of my program. And yeah, so it's good. I'm, I'm really happy. So thanks. Thank, yeah, thank you. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, let's leave it at that. And uh, I guess I'll be seeing you, well, in a month, I guess it is now. Yep. See you soon. All right, man. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Later.